0: What does leadership look like according to the Bible? What does the Bible say about humility? And what does the world say about leadership? I'm excited to dive in today, friends, where we talk about humble leadership and a Jesus model. Hey, friend, welcome to Milk and Honey with Lemon. The Bible says in Numbers 14, 8, and if the Lord is pleased with us, he will bring us safely into that land and give it to us. It is a rich land flowing with milk and honey. On this podcast, we talk about stepping into that overflow that God has for us by becoming those ultimate Proverbs 31 women. Hey, I'm Lemon. I am just like you, sister friend. I knew God had something more in store for me, but I couldn't see a way out of the laundry piles. And frankly, I resented that Proverbs 31 woman. How was I going to live up to the hype? That is until I found out how to really step into becoming this Proverbs 31 woman through leadership development. In this podcast, you're going to find financial freedom, leadership growth, and motivation so you'll be able to do all the things God has called you to do with ease and really step into that land of milk and honey. Before we dive in, I would love to invite you to join me at my prayer call every Monday, 1130 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's only about 20-ish minutes. And I would love to invite you because as we dive into humble leadership, the way to do that is to start your week by putting Jesus first and foremost. So click the link in the show notes or go to girlpowerlights.com slash lemon and you'll see a link in there for the prayer call. And I cannot wait to see you on that call, my friend. Welcome back to the Milk and Honey podcast. I'm your host, Lemon Price, and I'm excited today to talk about humble leadership because I think it's the opposite of what the world tells us leadership should be. When I think about leadership in the past, I immediately go back to all of my youth days when I was cheerleading and doing dance and all of those kind of fun things. My coaches, my leaders, they were super varied. Some of them were really loud. They were in your face. They were really intense. And then I had others who probably wouldn't notice if you were there or not. But all of the time, I would say almost all of the time, every coach and leader that I had and I watched it with the football team, too, as I coached myself for years and years. They wanted the name recognition. They wanted everybody to look at them and say, they produce the best best athletes. They are fantastic. I think about the amount of athletes and coaches and things that just want their name out there. They want to be known for creating the best of the best. However, That is not the Jesus model of leadership. I, when I think about leadership now, I think about Michelle Schaefer. She texted me a few weeks ago. We were talking about leadership and her and her husband have been mentoring me and my husband. And she said to me, she said, I pray that you and your husband do far better than we ever did. Financially, spiritually, emotionally, whatever you, however you want to take that. Business wise, she's I pray you guys do better than we do. And she's and if you don't, then we weren't good leaders. And that I think is the difference between biblical leadership and I think worldly leadership. Worldly leadership tells you to get to the top, and then everybody else is below you, and you don't want anybody else to get there. Biblical leadership, humble leadership is. Knowing that A, Jesus is always in control. So you're ever actually not at the top, Jesus is. But then B, it's also wanting people to do better than you did. The Bible says we're supposed to go out and make disciples and baptize them and share with them the things that we've been taught so they can go out and then do the same. And I love this model of humble leadership that is just so focused on others and not so much on ourselves. Because at the end of the day, it actually has nothing to do with us. It has everything to do with the things that other people are called to do and how they're called to serve the Lord and what they're going to do for the kingdom and to then turn all the glory back to God. And that is, that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about humble leadership in that sense. The Bible talks about the need for humility so much. First Peter 5, 6 through 7 says, humble yourselves. And under God's mighty hand, so that he will lift you up in his own good time, leave all your worries with him because he cares for you. I think the Bible is really clear that we are to replace arrogance with humility. I think, again, Jesus is hands down the best example of humbly following God and his plans for his life. It is so full because Jesus could have walked around. You have to bow down to me. You have to do this. You need to do this because I said so. He could, right? He's fully God, so he could absolutely do that. And instead, he humbly submits, right? Not your will, but my Father's will. He's constantly going to the Father. And I love that. I love that so much. Again, the Bible is so, there are so many verses. I'm going to list like a bunch of verses in the show notes for you, Ephesians 4, two, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Again, James 4.6, I love this. But he gives us more grace. That is why scripture says, God opposes the proud. but shows favor to the humble. And then in verse 10, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. I love that the Bible is so full of humility because it is, it is the exact opposite. Is the exact opposite of what the world says about leadership. It is, it's crucial for us to focus so much so on Jesus and what he is doing in and through us and less about us and what we bring to the table. That to me is humble leadership. I think when I think about humble leadership, I think about the fact that God has given me, and I know so many other women, God has given big vision to vision that it could only be accomplished if God was in it. And I, my friend, she runs um, Taiyi. She was on the episode on the podcast a few months ago, and she has a magazine called But God, and that to me is the epitome of humble leadership. It is saying, "Look at all these things I walked through, but God showed up this way." Or, "I wanted to accomplish it, and here's what God did." It is constantly pointing back to God. God says that in. Our weakness, he is strong. That is when he gets to really shine and he gets the glory. It's when we are given a task that is so big that we couldn't accomplish it on our own and recognizing that we cannot accomplish it on our own. I think that's the problem. I think we see it in scripture all the time, we see it in the world all the time. People will be in a destitute place, right? They need God and they'll go to him and he will provide and support and all these things. And so then they start doing really well. They're prospering. Everybody's doing great. And then what happens is the the pride gets to them. They stop going to God. And then they're destitute again. And they go back to God and they say, we need you. And the whole cycle keeps going. We saw it when Moses was up on on the mount. He goes up to the mountain to go commune with God. He gets the Ten Commandments. He's off doing his thing. And while he's up there, the people had already forgotten and had erected a golden calf. They had already forgotten. And so, humble leadership, in my opinion, is really about the heart posture. It's about your relationship with the Father. I think it's just all about how you are showing up and serving the Lord and recognizing that the things that you have, the things you want, the things you will accomplish, they're all God. They are all God. They all belong to him. And now I do want to say this does not mean that you are meek, that you aren't passionate, that you don't have a, that you can't get loud about the things that you're passionate about. I think especially as women, that idea gets confused a lot. I think that idea gets confused a whole lot where we people say, I'm just gonna be a doormat or I'm gonna let people walk all over me, or people can speak to me however they want because I'm trying to remain humble. That is not humble leadership. That is that is not that is not the way we're supposed to do leadership. When I think about leadership, I think it's about being really loud, but being loud in what God did in and through you and recognizing that it wasn't about you at all. It was about the Father and what He did and what His will and His purpose was for you and how He used you. I pray all the time whenever I teach Radiant Leadership Academy. My prayer is just that God will use me as a vessel for whatever it is He plans to do. I pray all the time that when people look at me, they see Jesus. I hope, I hope when people look at me, they see Jesus. Of course, I can always get better and I can always do more, but that's my prayer is because it's not about me. It actually makes me uncomfortable. When people say things like that to me, when people celebrate all of these big accomplishments or something that I've had, because I know that I wouldn't have any of them without Jesus. I wouldn't have any of the things without him. It's so fitting when I think about the Forbes article, for instance, that has been, it's been really interesting. My whole experience with the Forbes article has been really interesting because I've wanted to be in Forbes since 2011. And I wasn't even a believer back in 2011, but I was running a business and I was blogging and I was doing very worldly things. Even when I was first had an encounter with Jesus, like I wasn't fully bought in. I think I was really good at going through the motions and pretending that I was all in and pretending I was all in on a relationship with him and things, It's just going to make me emotional thinking about it. And so of course, like my first marriage crumbled, of course, I wasn't in Forbes, of course, business didn't work out the way it should have. And it was only when God really, he put me in a place of almost isolation. Like I stopped working corporately. I moved to Georgia. I divorced my first husband and I moved to Georgia not knowing anybody. And so I spent a solid six months just serving at church and pouring into my scripture and working on myself, doing personal and professional development. That's all I did for six months. And I was alone in my apartment all the time, just my dog and my cat and me alone. And that's who I had conversations with, was my dog and my cat. And that was it. And I was just in this season of isolation, just really getting to know God and his heart posture and learning about him. And that's when I met my husband, who's incredible and biggest supporter in my entire life. There is nothing that I do that he is not behind me 110%. But then also, it was about really, this whole year has been an act of obedience. It was November of 2022. God told me to start this podcast. And I kicked my feet a little bit. I was like, there's no way I'm going to do this again because my first one was bad. It was so bad back in 2018. And I said, okay, Lord, like I trust you. I'm going to do it. And then I've had the most incredible experiences. And that's how I ended up in Forbes. This podcast ended up in Forbes. This is the very thing that God told me to do. It's the vessel by which he used me to be in there. And then I talked about Jesus in the article. And God got the glory for this show doing well. And so I think when I think about the accomplishments that I have, it's yes, I took the steps. I was obedient. I did the things that he asked me to do. But it only, I never saw this podcast being featured in Forbes. That just didn't feel, it didn't feel like real life to me. And it's only God, but God. God knew. And that, to me, is humble leadership. That, to me, is humble leadership is all about. It is not lowering your voice. It is not allowing people to walk all over you. It is none of those things. It is recognizing that you and God are in partnership together. And that you're leaning consistently on him for the things that happen. I always say that I'll do the work, you handle the result. And that's humble leadership. It is trusting God with the result. You're going to work to the best of your ability and do the thing that you think God's asking you to do. Trusting him with the result and how things are going to go. That's humble leadership in my opinion. It's knowing we can't control the outcome. We can only control ourselves. And that's it. And just trusting the Lord with the rest of it. That is what I wanted to say about humble leadership today. It is the opposite of worldly leadership. It is the exact opposite of what the world tells us. Leader is. Maybe you're not going to see your name in lights, or you're not gonna, you're not gonna be in the top magazines. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe you will. Maybe you will. But it's. Radical obedience to the something God's called you to do and giving him the glory in that whole process. Because worldly leadership says, look at me. And humble biblical leadership says, look at God. I pray you have a blessed week, my friend. Hi, friend. If you're feeling called to step into kingdom leadership, if you want to step into biblical leadership and what that looks like, then I would like to invite you to join me at Girl Power Alliance, you can actually snag a sneak peek of the community below in the show notes, or you can go to girlpowerlightscom slash lemon to check that out. I also have a prayer call every Monday at 1130 a.m. Eastern time, 20 minute. Again, you could snag that just by going to girlpowerlightscom slash lemon to check that out. And I would love to see you there. I'm there every Monday on a prayer call, and I love that call. It's one of my favorite calls. Again, it's a beautiful way to start the week and to examine our leadership. We're putting Jesus first in everything that we do. So I pray that I will see you there, my friend. Hey, friend, what a joy it has been to share today's journey with you. If you found a spark of inspiration or a nugget of wisdom that resonated, would you bless someone else by sharing this episode with them? It could be the encouragement they need to step into their purpose and calling. Also, if you could spare a moment to leave a review, it would mean the world to me. I really appreciate your feedback and it really helps our community grow. Remember, the road to discovering God's call for you isn't one you have to walk alone. So join me again next Monday for another episode where we'll continue to explore the depths of leadership and the heights of our heavenly calling. Until then, keep seeking, keep growing, and keep trusting in His plan. God bless you and I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye, friend.